0: Welcome to the Mental Health Podcast episode 2. My first episode was a little introduction as to what this whole podcast is going to be about. And today I'm having my first guest, so I'm really, really excited. I'm going to be talking to... I'm going to leave her name out. Um, I think that's probably best for the guests because of the nature of the things that we're going to be talking about. I think it definitely helps to be more honest and open when you're anonymous, you know. It just has... Gives you that little element of privacy, which I think people need. I wouldn't want anybody kind of feeling nervous about being so open about their lives. So I think it will definitely be best to keep names out of all of this. So she's one of my best friends. We met about a year and a half ago at work. We were both the newbies, so we definitely bonded over that. Um, And when she left work, we got a lot closer um we love watching true crime documentaries with a bit of wine on netflix and going out to get drunk you know all that generic stuff and she's also planning my hen for next year actually um so she's got a lot of pressure bless her i want a great bloody hen so we're mainly going to be talking about her experience in an abusive relationship i'll obviously be chiming in and talking about my bad experiences as well um like I said not had a guest on so I don't really know how it's going to go but hopefully it'll just be you sitting in on our conversation and seeing where things go and hopefully you know you you learn something from it um, and it helps you if you've been through similar things to know that you're not alone so yeah hope you enjoy it obviously the conversation might get a bit deep might not I don't
1: oh I'm not bothered don't worry (laughs) I'm fine with speaking about everything like I've come to the point now where I will speak about everything yeah I don't actually mind
0: yeah it's like my dad when I told him I was doing this he was like you know you don't be too open and don't say this and that and I was like no because you know when I was going through a miscarriage or this or that it's like I wanted to be able to feel like other people were going through the same thing yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, speaking about something in particular, a particular relationship you want to talk about today?
1: Yeah, we'll talk about that one. <laughs> we'll get into it. So,
0: this, this relationship, um, you met him just as you kind of met me, really, didn't you? Well, not really. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I didn't meet you off Tinder. <laughs> yeah, but it was around the same time, wasn't it? Well, yeah, it was around the same time,
1: but I met him off Tinder. Yeah. <laughs> so, beware. I met my no, fiancé on Tinder. Tinder. Um, <laughs> okay, well, you can find some good ones, then you can find some bad ones. Yes. Yeah. Really yeah. that way.
0: So, you met on Tinder, so what was your first date like?
1: Oh, so... Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> well, I hope, I hope my current boyfriend doesn't hear this. <laughs> <laughs> um... So we was messaging. See, red flag already come up when we was messaging, but I just I don't know. I kind of liked it. Do you know when you like um. Oh my god! One sec. There was a fly attacking me. <laughs> just it's mosquito. What have of been... Um. So there was a red flag because it was like, okay, if you don't meet me, um, we won't speak again. Oh. So no, I automatically felt pressured to go meet him so I did yeah I think (laughs) things like
0: that you think in hindsight when you look back
1: it's a red flag for sure but
0: at the time you just don't think it do you
1: no you just think oh he's eager whatever
0: like (laughs) like, how how was it like when you first met him any red flags when you first met
1: oh well I edit my photos so (laughs) When we first met, he was like, actually, you are really pretty, but you're bigger than I thought you was, and I was <gasps> like, thanks. Did he say that to you? Yeah, and I was like, I know, but he was like, I actually like it then, and I was like, oh, okay then. Yeah. Um, if you like a bit of chunk, you know. But um, we just went, so basically, I drove to his, like, and we just met outside. Yeah. Um. And um, He had a free hours, and we just went in, talked, kind of... Um, just ended up having sex, really. <laughs> Love it. But it was... Because <laughs> it was basically Tinder hook-up, to be honest. But then we just carried on speaking. Yeah. Um...
0: Fine, I mean, you do, you. But you obviously, like, don't know yeah. so if you carried on seeing each other.
1: Well... It... It was good.
0: <laughs> so, so, basically, what you're saying, what you're hinting at, is the sex was good. Yeah, That was, that's like, really the
1: let's let's be honest (laughs) we all do it how
0: long did you go out for again in the end
1: nine months
0: nine months
1: a long ass
0: nine months
1: (laughs) it was indeed yes so so it was it was it was really nice at the start yeah so like obviously he's there was a bit of red flags here and there but um it was all nice at the start he is controlling but I just thought that was just him as a person, didn't think anything of it. Yeah. Um, Do you... we?
0: Sorry, go on. No, you go on. I was just going to say, because I've heard a lot like about abusive relationships or toxic relationships. Heard about um love bombing. And I'm What's that? I was wondering if that was true for you. So it's like apparently when, like... An abusive guy, or whatever. When they first get with you, it's like they make you feel amazing and like yeah, make you feel like you love love. the best thing in the world, and they kind of love bomb you to make you feel like you're
1: yeah, them. yeah. He would buy me flowers, you know, the whole. He was just like amazing, but the the red flag was as well that his family hated him. Oh really? And yeah, his family hated him. And he would literally just stay in his room all the time, not come out of his room. His mum would leave his food on the stairs and he would take the food out off the stairs and go to... Oh, God! Room. <laughs> like some animal.
0: That's like um, the guy in the hangover.
1: Yeah, just like... <laughs> <laughs> so that was a red flag, but I just thought, you know what, it's the man, I don't care. <laughs> yeah,
0: you just...
1: What's the... I think you just get blinded by penis, to be honest. <laughs> I think we do, let's be real. But, um... And then it was just—I can't even remember when it started. You know, it was, um,
0: just gradual.
1: It was gradual, yeah. So it was like, um, so financial abuse, really. Like he would make me buy him things. Oh, really? So, like, I didn't have a choice. So I had to get him, um, because he—he smoked weed. I literally had to buy that. So I spent about hundred to two hundred pound a week on weed. Oh god! But then, obviously, I would smoke it as well because I think I just got into like got into it too much,
0: got into the cycle.
1: Yeah, and um, I think it all started really when we were just smoking weed a lot. Yeah, I think it um because he needed that, and I'm the one that had to provide it. I'm the one that had to drop him off everywhere because he didn't drive he didn't have a job he had no yeah no um, nothing he wasn't even on benefits nothing and he was what like 22 20 something I can't even remember but um and I was how old was I 18
0: yeah so did did you have any like experience in like other relationships or was this like your first proper one or
1: no I had a another relationship but it wasn't very so like i do go for psychos let's be honest the one before that i used to slit his chest and stuff and because i was like an emo kid so like i thought it's cool yeah <laughs> like he um, so that wasn't really i only went out with him for months so it wasn't really anything but i did really like that guy yeah um so, like, that was really my proper relationship. So, I'd say I was kind of vulnerable.
0: Yeah. So And I guess if you, you don't have an example of what a good relationship is. No. Or... So, if you go
1: around, like, abuse and stuff. So, like, I haven't got a dad. And, like, um, I've seen my mum be abused before. I think you think it's, like, not normal. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. Like, subconsciously, you might think, oh, no, but it actually is a horrible thing. But, like, in the back of your mind, you just accept it.
0: Yeah. I suppose if you see that and then you think, oh, that's what this isn't weird, you know, this is just my normal, this is what relationships are.
1: Yeah, I guess so. And, um, yeah, it was just more financial at the start. And then... um, No, so he had had a job at the very start, but then he left it to just all the time. And then that's when it was just so it'd be, I'd have to have my location on. So as I'm driving home... I'd have to make sure my Snapchat map's on and that I'm on Snapchat. Oh, my God. So he can watch me drive home. Because if I take a longer drive in home, then I've got to prove I haven't gone anywhere else. Yeah. I've got to explain that I've gone to the garage or, you know. Like, it was just... It was like that. And I just thought, oh, he just really cares about me.
0: Yeah. Like, I, I remember, um, like, the times when I was starting to see red flags. I mean, I remember when when we were still working together... Yeah. Kind of like, you'd tell me about him and stuff. And, you know, I'd just say to you, like, you know, you don't seem happy, like, when you're talking about him. Like, you know, you didn't. Yeah. Like, I like what, like, a normal friend would say to someone. But I didn't understand, I didn't realise, obviously, like, the extent of what was, like, really going on.
1: Yeah, well, I didn't tell people, did I? Like, I just, my mum just, mum, another red flag was that my mum hated him. Moms always know. Oh,
0: they always know.
1: They do. They know what's best for you, and she absolutely hated him. She was not allowed at the house, you know, just yeah. the whole everything. And um, like she loves my current boyfriend. She thinks he's amazing, so that's good.
0: Yeah, and it was like because he wouldn't, he wouldn't let you. Well, it was that you know I didn't invite you out, you know, yeah, or invite you to come to my house, and you would sort of like kind of hint that like you couldn't, or but it would be yeah. Yeah, to the point where I was thinking, mm, like, I reckon
1: you know, I, was, I might be stuck Yeah, with her. I was. Yeah, I was just um like withdrawing myself. Like I was, I wasn't seeing my family. I was just spending. So if I wasn't at work, I was at his. Yeah,
0: and is that was that from your own choice or did you feel like you had to?
1: So like at the start, it was my own choice because obviously, like you know how like you love someone, you just want to be around them all the time. Yeah, but okay. then, um. Like, I think as it got on, it was just I uh, like as I'd love to see my nan and granddad. I love my nan and granddad. I love my mum. I love my family. Like, yeah, it's and I love my friends, and I would I love to see them all the time, but it was like I wasn't allowed. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because how do, how does he know that I'm going to my nan and granddad's?
0: So like, how did you kind of explain that? In your own mind at the time, like, did you did you know it was wrong at the time, or did you not even realise because you were in the middle of it?
1: I think you don't realise, um, but in a way, you do. But you just think he just he loves me, like. So we'll argue, and he'll call me all the names under the sun, but then he'll cry, and it's the guilt trip, and that it's a mentally ill that he's ill and that he's sorry and that he's going to get better he's going to go to the doctors so I think it was the guilt of like because I obviously care for this person yeah like I like I just I thought Okay, I'll be with you. I'll support you through this. I thought I could help someone, and the thing is, what I had to get my head around when I left is that you can't help someone if they don't want to help themselves.
0: No, I mean, with with my ex, he he had gone through a lot. He was going through a lot of stuff. Had a lot of stuff that he had to go through, like when he was a kid and stuff like that. And yeah, I th- I think as girls, like we we want to feel like we're helping the guy or that we can yeah help we do yeah. have a better life, but it's like. Yeah, I definitely learned from him, like, God, I did absolutely anything I could to help him get better. I encouraged him. Do, but it just at the end of the day, someone doesn't want to if someone likes to just live in their own crap.
1: He that- just would sit in his computer, play games all day and worry about where I was.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's just so it was bad for his
1: mental health, he was making himself ill. Basically all they would do is play video games, look at wherever I was Make sure, like, he's like messaging me constantly, and then, um, what was I gonna say, and just make weed all day. It was like, um, he's just putting himself into that mess, yeah. And, um, even at work, I remember getting told off at work loads of times because, like, when I was at the hospital, because I'd be on my phone, but I had to be on my phone to message him back because if I didn't, then i was going to be in trouble and i suppose when you're in a relationship you're scared to lose people yeah. because you think you think you do need them and they make you feel like you need them but you don't
0: yeah and that just makes me so sad cuz it's like i just i just didn't know
1: no it's not your fault is it, it
0: but life makes you think oh you know <laughs> you
1: did you did everything you could didn't you really
0: yeah i mean it got it got quite bad in the end, didn't it? Do you want to touch upon kind of what happened in- yeah
1: we'll, we'll get to that um so it was just so when we argue he would start to get physical there, so basically, even in front of his parents, he's not bothered, and it was like his parents was used to it. I think he did this to his past relationship
0: really? because
1: at the very end he stole my phone and he was and he was threatening so um, I went on holiday and I wanted to break up with him. He'd been abusing me a lot at like, this point. So like physically, when we'd argue, he'd um, so, like pull my hair out and like hit me and stuff, and um, steal my money. So basically, one I can put in an example. It was it got to the point where I was driving and was going to Worcester, and um. I saw some ginger guy walking along the street and it was really hot and I went, "Um, oh, my God, I bet he's going to get so burnt. And that was it. Like, he was like, why are you looking at that person? It's a bloke and all this. And then he made me pull over. He hit me, stole £40 to go run off with it. Just left me crying in the middle of Worcester. I had to ring my mum. Just just over, like... Um. Just over me saying that well, I was going to get burnt in this heat. Yeah. Because he was so ginger. you feel like you walking on eggshells with him? It was really. Like, and it was horrible. Like, you're just... You're too scared to even make on, eye contact with someone else. Yeah. Because if you do, then, like, it's game over. I'm, like, I've been driving and I'm so lucky. This is why I think I'm such a good driver because I'm so lucky that I have not crashed because he's um so like hit me whilst i've been driving He smashed my head off the off the windows he's smashed um my car up he um was hit my head off the steering wheel whilst i'm driving so like it's dangerous
0: of course honestly like, like if i ever saw him i'd want to fucking knock him out
1: trust me it just makes me so true oh i to think so he contacted me a few months ago i was with my boyfriend and i woke up for work and he messaged me said i woke up at 7am it was like he knew the time i got up for work and it was weird and he said can i talk to you (laughs) and i just said no i'm happy in another relationship my current boyfriend was there and he was just laughing thinking what the hell is he doing and i said i'm happy in my current relationship and he and then he's again making threats saying you know what?" I said, would happen if you ever got in another relationship, and it was just I just blocked him. Yeah, so I broke him off everything else, and I was just like, Do you know what? Like he obviously got another number and contacted me on it. Yeah,
0: yeah, block him again. Every time he contacts you, I block. But you know that, so yeah,
1: I'll just I'll just block him.
0: So, um, what kind of was the moment you sort of was like, right, this it can't go on anymore. I'm, I'm out of here.
1: So I went on holiday and with my family trying to enjoy a family holiday. This is horrible because it's my first ever holiday which I've gone away with my mum. Yeah. And we went to Tenerife and we had a really nice time except for the fact that constantly he was messaging me and I was trying to bike up with him at this point. I had my mum in my ear, everyone in my ear, like my sister, my stepbrother, like my nana, just all my family, my friends yeah. just there saying you need to get out of this relationship, and I was like, I do know, but I'm worried. Like, yeah. So, he
0: knows really, um, sat with you the once when you came over, we were like watching Netflix and stuff, and he must have called you about twenty seven times. Yeah. Just like Co- call and call, and I remember seeing that. Like, I've just never seen you like that. You were so anxious and like so on edge. And yeah, remember- he made me go on
1: um an antidepressants. Yeah. That's when I first started taking them because I couldn't, it was making me that anxious that I'd be sick. Yeah.
0: Every,
1: every day.
0: So it was like so, at this point on the holiday, it's like you, you know you, you need to get out of it, but it's like you have to go through your own process, don't you?
1: Yeah. So I, I blocked him on everything and then he started emailing me. So I just, and just guilt tripped me and I just felt bad. So I got back off holiday and I met him because at this point, when I wanted to meet him, I wanted to break up with him. I know it's stupid waking up with him, I should have just blocked him, but I was scared it was going to turn up my house and something bad was gonna happen. Obviously I wanna protect my family.
0: Yeah.
1: Because he's walked over te- he lives over ten miles from my house. And he walked over ten miles to my house because he thought that someone else was at mine when they wasn't.
0: <laughs> God.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and um so I'll come back off holiday and and I'll meet him. And we're just talking, he's crying and stuff, and then, I can't even remember what we were saying. But then he just, like, grabs me and throws me on the floor in this because it was dirty in the mud. I was covered in mud. He throws me into this, like, bush, like, stinging nettles. I was covered in, like, Mm. like, stinging nettle marks and stuff. And um, he, like, pulls me by my hair because that's a really sensitive spot, your hair. Yeah. And that's when I think he hit me as well because I had bruises on my side. And um I can't really remember because it was like just a lot happening. Yeah. And I took my phone um and wouldn't give it me back and because I was trying to bike up with him, it was just enough is enough. You've and he got my bag, broke my bag, threw everything out. I had to search the bushes to find yeah. my purse, my makeup and everything, like my money, like just everything out of my bag was just scattered everywhere.
0: Yeah.
1: I was just I was just bawling my eyes out and I was just like why has this got to happen to me like I'm trying to help you
0: yeah
1: like I care for you why are you hurting me like I literally haven't done nothing wrong and I think it was because he thought that I was cheating on him on holiday yeah. when I wasn't at the family holiday yes somebody did approach me but I didn't do anything my mum tried to make me do something, but obviously <laughs> I can't. I'm not that kind of person. When somebody's there waiting on the end of the phone, I can't actually do that. It makes me feel too guilty. I'm not that kind of person. Yeah. Even though I'm not cheating on him because I've broken up with him, I'm not that kind of person to go and do that. Um.
0: Uh, I'll come back and, yeah, and install my phone and... Um, He was like message. It was like putting up statuses and stuff,
1: wasn't it? Yeah. What I yeah I left because I couldn't get my phone back. I wasn't going to get back out the car because he's already hurt me enough. And I thought I can't. Like I did try to get my phone back, but it was just hurting me and hurting me. And I was just like, you know what? I can't. I can't fight him. He's too strong to get like this bloke. I just can't. Um. And then, so I went home. Then. When all this was going on, my, grand, my great-granddad went into hospital and he was really ill. And, like, I'll get emotional to speak about my great-granddad's way. All right. I, went to, um, I had to go to hospital with my mum and yeah. my granddad and stuff. I went to go and visit him on the on the ward and he was just deteriorating so much. I and mean, it was just, and this is going on. So, like, I've got my ex, got my, got my phone. Yeah, like I don't, and I've had to go to hospital because my granddad's dying, so it's like okay, so I've obviously got to prioritize. Like, I can't meet, like I've got to go and visit my granddad, yeah, like, oh, I'm gonna see him. So I went to visit him, and then whilst I'm sat there talking to my dying granddad, feeding him, helping him eat, he my mum my mom grabs me aside and says please don't freak out because none and Granddad will like <laughs> lose the shit yeah um yeah ex has posted stuff all over social media and all your social media yeah um people so, well, wasn't he? yeah so he he'd messaged someone who came up to me on holiday and obviously that guy thought it was me and obviously that guy thought i'd broken up with my ex and my ex was messaging him sexual stuff pretending to be me So obviously, he's a bloke, he's going to respond to sexual stuff. Like, yeah. If he's approached me me on holiday, then he's going to respond with sexual stuff. Like, I'd obviously denied him on holiday, and he thinks that I'm messaging him when I've got back home.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, And then, so that guy's responded with sexual stuff, and then he screenshotted it all and posted it on all my social media. So,
0: yeah.
1: Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, Facebook messaged it on whatsapp to my family and it was he posted like how i was um this cheater how i'm like this disgusting person and all my family knew it wasn't me
0: oh yeah he messaged me do you remember yeah yeah and i remember we messaged you saying (laughs) that
1: i was this horrible friend and that talk shit around you back yeah fuck
0: i know. Like, I, was, I was so worried at this point i was just like what
1: it he never even had like and um so at this point i was just done man it was just like i can't like like this is just enough like it's just like yeah like i just want my phone back and um so i went to the police station so like, straight after seeing my dying granddad police station i went and I went to, because I was over in West Bromwich, I had to go to, like, this West Bromwich police station. And, like, the anger I had with the police, I was bawling my eyes out, just out with my dying granddad. And I've come to the police station to try and get my phone back because it's embarrassing. All these people, which are my friends, all these people which have me on social media, my family are seeing this. Yeah, And he's deleting every single comment, every single like or whatever it's getting is deleting everything um because everyone's like all my family are just like fuck off you fucking <laughs> yeah like
0: everyone knows <laughs> you bastard stuff.
1: like everyone knew it wasn't me luckily, at it's but still it's horrible yeah it's
0: embarrassing for
1: you yeah and yeah. the police was just like isn't we can't actually do it even though it's disgusting we can't do anything um because it's over in Worcester so then I had to leave it yeah I had to leave that being on social media till the next day when Kiddie um police station was open and I had to go there. Um did I go by myself? I think I went there by myself, yeah. Yeah. And I had to sit there by myself and so I had my bag which had been ripped open, I had bruises on me, I had uh, Bagged everything up to try, and I was sat there with this police woman and said, Please can you go and get my phone? He's got my iPad, which he would never give back. He's still got that to this day. The police didn't even get that for me. Um, he's you know, he's took my money, he's got my phone, which he's and stuff, and um like obviously he wrote a statement and stuff, and uh there was just like Okay, we'll go and get your phone. And they went to his his house, and when I got his phone, he was threatening, he was just, it was horrible, man. He was ringing my mum, he was messaging my mum, being vile. Yeah. Saying like, it's your fault while your daughter's so fucked up and stuff. Like, he was just so nasty. And, like, being <laughs> nasty to my sister, saying to my sister about her salties, which really upset her. Because she's really self-conscious about how white my sister is. And for him to make comments and oh it was just disgusting and he was just because he had my phone he was just messaging my mum and all that he was saying as well is tell her to meet me and he was threatening to commit suicide i ain't bothered if he commits suicide I'll shut my phone don't take my phone <laughs> <yet>. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest like just 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 deal with yourself but leave my phone somewhere so i can get like, it
0: like you're someone else's problem now fuck off
1: yeah just please just like you know, just give him a phone and do whatever. But um, yeah. And me and my mum even went to his mom's house, and his mom was so terrified. Oh my god, she was telling us how he's got mental issues and how um how she's oh, so deal yeah. with this, and then to only find out that she's been lying to in the house. Is any property? So the police. So I had to go the, make sure the police went and got my phone because I wasn't leaving the police station. I was like, go and get my phone. Yeah. And they brought him in. They brought him in and he just denied everything. And um they got my phone didn't get my ipad he just denied everything and his sister was there and his sister was just supporting him saying he's got mental issues and then she took him to the doctors after and apparently he got on meds and shit and, and of I was course just... he's got
0: mental issues if he's acting like that it doesn't mean that right it's... no exactly if you've got mental
1: issues you still don't act like the heart sorry but
0: would be like, like... Especially when
1: I've even booked doctor's appointments. Like, I booked doctor's appointments for him. I did everything for him to get better, and he just wouldn't turn up. I said i will drop him off, and then he just refused. And listen, I can't force someone to go to the doctor's. I've made the appointment for you. Yeah. The doctor said they'd see you. Yeah. Even the doctors rang me up and said, Look, he's cancelled that many appointments now that he needs to do it himself. I'm not like, we're not going to accept that someone else is bringing up for him. And it was just like, you know what? It was just a joke. So um, after I got my phone back and that, I just blocked him on everything. And obviously he still tried to contact me on things. But yeah. after that, it was just like, I blocked his family. I blocked his friends. blocked everybody that knew him. And I was like, that's it. Just a rising person yeah. from my life, for the better.
0: So, how did you feel, like, once you were gone and out of it after about a month? Like, how how did it feel?
1: It was good, to be honest. Um, I just literally... um, I remember you saying, listen to Little Mix (laughs) or (laughs) something. Do you remember? And I was listening to... What's her name? Um, You know the one that sings Stay High? Uh, Stay High. I don't know, what's that? um tough love something like t-o-v-e oh yeah uh, um yeah she come out with some song called glad he's gone yeah and that's what got me through it to be honest i literally was listening to that on repeat all the time and because it's just such a um i even sent you it i think saying like this is like you speaking to me yeah you did because it's, like, it's, like, a friendship thing, like, how they've gone through that, like, relationship, and it's, like, you're better off now that he's gone. Yeah, you need those anthems, don't you? That helps. Yeah, you do, to get you through things, like, it's, like, you can just put on your jam and just be like, bitch, I don't need it
0: <laughs> Remember who the fuck you are.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, God. And, um, yeah, I just listened to that and just, you know, just got on with my life, met other people, had a... had a laugh i got i even got rid of like a toxic friendship i had because i messaged her and said um because she went through an abusive relationship and i messaged her said look i need to go out for a drink and um will you come out of me we plan to go out Mm -hmm. um and she cancelled on me the day before and i said you know what like i was there for you throughout your abusive relationship and now you're coming up with just random excuses to not to not go out so i'm just not dealing with that anymore
0: yeah i'll get rid of people like that like in a flash
1: yeah like i couldn't understand if it was something but like it was just a uh, the excuse is used every time
0: Haven't you so You know when someone's just can't make it reschedule, or whether they're just trying to get out of it for whatever reason yeah exactly so what would you say then like is just kind of advice to give to like another woman if they think that they might be in a potentially abusive relationship themselves or like something that's quite toxic i mean you obviously sound like you wish you would have ended it sooner with him
1: yeah for sure like straight away i wish i just never met him yeah because it's like i suppose it's a learning curve but i just you don't need that in your life like it does make you stronger but i've had to like i'm still on the antidepressants, and I've had to be referred to counselling now, and they think I've got PTSD from it, and they yeah. think I'm from other stuff from my childhood. Like we could make another podcast, to be honest, about my childhood. Let's be real. <laughs> On again, and let's go
0: for everything. <laughs> God no, Jesus Christ. Um, what? Yeah. So, what would you like advice? To someone that's stuck in it. So, like, in the situation where you were, where you knew it was wrong and what was going on, but you, you couldn't leave, what would you say to them?
1: Just listen to, like, your friends and your mum. Like, your mum always knows. And if you don't have that support around you, just follow your gut. You, gut, you know when something isn't right. Yep. So, like, I knew at the very start that that wasn't right, that he was, like, demanding to meet me or else he's never going to speak to me again. Like, it was like... um very controlling, and remember, like your self worth. Yeah, because you think you think like oh, I thought he was gorgeous, even though he wasn't. <laughs> I don't know I was, I was blinded. blinded. Even my family so was different. like, "It's some." <laughs> yeah, I was just blinded by the penis, and even my family was like, "It's disgusting." <laughs> <laughs> but I was even my mom was like, you "Must have a good dick." And I was like, yeah. <laughs> to, <laughs> to be honest, mum. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> because my mum's like, he's ugly. So you must have something about him. <laughs> but yeah. Um, Do
0: you think it's like definitely, Um, you know, teach Because I know for me, um, being in a few crap relationships, it definitely makes you, like, in the relationship that I'm in now, it's like, I, I know that I won't stand for any crap. Or if, you know... Yeah, speaks to me in a certain way in an argument. Um, I I will cut that down like so quick. I'll be like, no, like that is inappropriate. Do not speak to me like that again. And he won't do it again. Whereas obviously in the past I wouldn't have done that. I'd let people talk to me like crap. So you do kind of learn, don't you?
1: Yeah, but I think um, it's a bit different with me and the partner with now. Um, he's um, like as your partner wouldn't. I'll do it again. So, like, me and my partner, we have roles, and he will call me all these names. He will call me, like, retarded, and he knows that hurts me. Yeah. Because of, like, my past of and um, being, like, you know, just constantly put down by a certain person. Yeah. It was, right. like, um, and he calls me, like, all these different names, and I still just put up with it, but um but i understand that he's just angry and he apologizes after
0: yeah but in a relationship where like he'd call me a slur or this or that like in an argument
1: but then it's sincere sometimes you can tell when they're sincere and sometimes when it's not but i call him everything as well
0: it's just a mutual
1: like a <laughs> cunt, country or a country Okay, can deal with it
0: yes
1: um but we do end up just making up and it's fine but he 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 would never hurt me
0: yeah every relationship is different isn't it
1: yeah so like he would never he's even said he would never ever allow a finger on me but sometimes it's just overwhelming so like in an argument and it gets heated it's just hard because you think that they're gonna hurt you because you've been (laughs) flashing before so it's like you it's it is horrible to be honest, it does stay with you because it yeah. has affected my life I mean now. Because of how I treat him. Yeah. Because he wants to give me the world and everything, like I wanted to give my ex. Yeah. And I'm still pushing him away. I'm pushing him away and I I don't want to. But I just can't help it sometimes. I mean that's it's time. It does. I've only been with him for what? I've been with him for seven months now.
0: Yeah. It, it takes time, baby. As you say, you know, it, it, these kind of things, it, it stays with you. That past relationship, you're you've still, you've still suffering with the effects from that.
1: Yeah. But it just scares me because I don't want to turn into what my ex was because I feel like you can because you've got this much anger yeah. inside you because someone's done that before then you turn into that person Yeah, and it is horrible to see yourself going down that route and that's how I feel but I'm just I, I do understand like I I have the capacity to know when to stop and when to just think right okay just stop being a fucking twat and then sort yourself out <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: and not throw drinks at people in clubs.
1: Oh, hell. That's just, I've got anger issues now.
0: <laughs> yeah, we we uh, we got kicked out of the club because uh, she threw a drink over someone. It was
1: literally <laughs> I was getting myself worked up because there was this girl, and I think she was really pretty, and I know that I know that my partner would think that she's really pretty, and I just kept looking at her and I thought this <laughs> And I was getting really angry, and. And then this dude's got a drink over me and he looked at me and he was like, was it wasn't me. And I was like, oh, fuck you, it was you. you. <laughs> just pour my drink in his face and this bouncer just grabbed hold of my arm. And I was like, hold on, I will escort myself out, thank you. <laughs> Just,
0: and I just strutted out. You were there following behind me, I strutted out of the club. I was I and just then awkwardly like waddling behind me. <laughs> I know you was. It was so funny. You'd been so I'm... like you had sobered up by this point and I was just there, just still so drunk, like I was having a nice time. <laughs> yeah, I know, I'm sorry, I ruined
1: it. But it was like um so funny. I was just got angry and then the bounce was like um it was like you're being kicked out because th- there's a difference between he's got drink over you and you threw it in his face and I just went, He deserved it. Yeah. <laughs> and walked out and it was like your bands. And I was like, whatever. Oh
0: dear <laughs> God.
1: It was funny though.
0: So moral of the story is don't get with dicks
1: Yeah, just just know. Like if you if you get a red flag. And it it does depend on the person. Like everyone's different. Like sometimes if there's a red flag, you can talk to it, talk to them, and speak to them about it and work through it. But if your family are telling you like, look, look, this person's fucking psycho, and you're just like, no, nah, I can sort them out, it's fine. No, nah, you can't sort them out. Just get out of there, like. Yeah, I, I just like because you will, you you'll hurt yourself, and they won't. They won't be hurting. They'll be fine. They'll yeah. They'll cry and say that they're depressed and shit. But you'll be the one that's actually the one that's suffering because you're trying to help them. You're trying to help them and forgetting about yourself because you're putting all your time into them. Yeah. So just remember, just remember your self worth, and that just listen to your friends and family. And you got feeling because you got can sometimes be wrong. But sometimes it's right.
0: (laughs) I think most of the time it's right.
1: Yeah.
0: For me it
1: is most of the time. Same, to be honest, but I I fight with my girl, idea.
0: Yeah, you're a little bit tricky, aren't you, love?
1: (laughs) I am. I'm a difficult one.
0: Oh, dear. Anything else?
1: (laughs) I don't know what else
0: to say. Thanks for for coming on and thanks for coming to the therapy session. I oh, know, yeah. We've had a oh, you got a counselling
1: a... session. I don't need to pay for counselling now. It's all good.
0: <laughs> all right, cool. Well, yeah, you definitely have to come on again and talk about some other things.
1: Oh, I know. We'll talk about my bloody childhood then, shall we?
0: Yes, let's dive right in.
1: I <laughs> know oh, we will. All right,
0: babes. I'll um, I'll message you later. Okay. See ya. Bye. Later, bye. so that was my friend and that was our conversation about her abusive relationship so it got quite deep um, but I'm really really proud of her for really opening up to me so thank you babe for you know really opening up there and being honest and having a little cry Um, I'm sure it made her feel much better to just let it out and get it out there in the open and I really hope it's helped some of you guys As it's clear to see just from her experience alone abusive relationships can really really affect your mental health in such a poor way it's not just distressing for people at the time but it's really damaging and increases a woman's risk of developing other mental illnesses like ptsd like she touched on depression anxiety and even suicide so it's really important to have self-worth and be really careful when getting to know someone just listen to your gut you know, it's there for a reason. I know my friend said that, you know, sometimes it's wrong. I mean, for me, my experience is it's it's never been wrong. It is a good thing to rely on. Um, a better thing to rely on than a man, for sure. Um, you know, you, you, your gut's there for a reason. You know, a woman's instinct is just indescribable. It's the only form of magic that we really have on this island. Island? <laughs> on this world, other than love really I think. Um, Try and avoid getting into relationships with shitty people. I know it's so easy to say I've done it before but listen to those red flags in the beginning. Listen to the people around you who are telling you that these people are bad news. They only have your interests at heart and it will save a lot of mental health problems in the future. So if you're experiencing anything that we've spoken about today or you have done in the past Then there is a National Domestic Abuse Helpline that you can contact. It's open 24 hours a day. You can also chat to them online and get help on national helpline, nationaldahelpline.org.uk. That's Monday to Friday, 3 to 6 p.m. And the number for the helpline is 0808 2000 So really easy number to remember and I hope that that helps you guys. I'm also gonna talk about my recommendation, you know, get a lighter note on this. It is Shits Creek on Netflix. Now, this show is amazing, it's got six seasons, it's about a married couple who go bankrupt, and the only asset they have left is this small ugly town called Shits Creek that they brought as a joke because of the name, and they have to go and live there, and it's just it's so funny and uplifting. Um, the mayor of the town is called Roland Shit. <laughs> as in rolling shit it's just it's really really funny as you can tell i'm like nearly laughing just thinking about the show i really really love it it's all on netflix you should go and give that a watch so before i leave i just wanted to give a quick shout out to the goth and bougie podcast you can find them on Instagram. It's a really fun podcast with hosts Bell and Mel. They do paranormal stories, um, true crime, serial killers, you know, the real dark and the spicy side of life. So I think I'd really, really appreciate it if you could go and give them a listen. Thank you. And I'll see you next week for episode three of my podcast. Thanks, guys. Bye.